This is a show about relationships made for the weirdos, the perverts, and artists who love people, conversation, and learning to embrace who they are instead of molding to what the normies want from you. Let's begin the show. Yes. What's up? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello, hello. There hey, you go. Arsenello. How's Hi. it going? <laughs> Pretty good. Um, what did you think of the intro? Being part of it. I didn't hear the intro. I oh, was you didn't? Oh, yeah. I told I you to put it on mute. sitting here <laughs> um, waiting. How's it going? My favorite part. Uh, pretty good. How are you? Doing fantastic. So anybody that doesn't already know, me and Eric are pretty good friends. I mean, we talk probably definitely every week. Sometimes every day we text each other. For like a long time, yeah. Yeah, we'll talking text. Talking about YouTube, talking yes. about personality types, talking yeah. about just goofy stuff. Yeah, sometimes we'll just talk um, about whatever. Um, yeah. But sometimes we will, if we don't talk for a couple days, we'll at least have sp like texted for like a couple hours the last time we've chatted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we met through YouTube. Yeah, we did. YouTube. And, YouTube. Uh, and then you came on the first date quite. Um, yes, that's true. Yeah. And it's about a year now. I know um, it's crazy to think about. I know, that. and that I, I would say that first date experience really, really was a shift for me. I think it, it really helped me out a lot. I'm glad. I went on I went on quite a few other dates this past year, and mm. uh, some of the things that you mentioned mm. that was like a a stepping off point that built some of my confidence or clarity about things that made the future dates and stuff a lot clearer. So thank you for that. Uh, and I mean, of course you've been just, uh, you've been my, you've been my master <laughs> for the past <laughs> <What>? year. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, I just, uh, I just, I, I said it in one of the past podcasts. I think you saw it, but we talked about it, but like, I just love that I, I have you at my disposal <laughs> for anything personality based. It's just, yeah, I, I'm really curious. So how fun. That stuff. I'm really curious how that stuff is able to help you with your dating or coaching and helping different people. Cause I always find it fascinating how different people, it's almost like people have to brute force figure out some of the personality type stuff, the same exact stuff. Oh, we're all different in these ways or we're all different, but they have to approximate it in all these different ways. Um, and so it's pretty cool. I think that you've found your special way of connecting with people, empathizing with people, yeah. understanding people, all that sort of stuff in your own way. But I bet with the framework or some little things to watch out for it, it makes things a lot easier. Well, I think I'm not sure if we talked about this, but I think my like obsession with it is part of my my in introverted sensing function. Is that right? <laughs> uh yeah, I think that's part of it. I think I think it's yeah. No, I think that's definitely part of it. Mm. Um because you said like the why of life, the why of things. Is that right? Uh, introverted sensing is 
sort of so the way that you have extroverted intuition and that's the side of you that likes sort of jumping around and Mm -hmm. thinking outside the box going off the script it's always super exciting to play around with novelty and explore possibilities connections all that stuff it's sort of the firework show of patterns Mm -hmm. you know it's just like whoa jump 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 yeah uh whenever those patterns anchor down onto something concrete like you're trying to make it more clear you're trying to know specifically what it is Mm. no what are you actually saying i need to anchor this down into my memory bank something that i know for sure something that i see very clearly or see very clearly that is Mm. sort of the introverted sensing Mm. uh perceiving process yeah which is basically just a special way of taking things in that really likes making things clear Mm. yeah so then that's exactly it because that's that's kind of how i i feel about it yeah like and 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 it really is like i was talking about it with my girlfriend too and like why i love it so much and she was going like is it it's so she's like so let me get it straight it's because you don't feel like you can just like relax now that you know this you feel like you can't relax until like when you meet somebody you kind of have them understood in a way like it literally helps me (laughs) or like a baseline yeah yeah baseline baseline. obviously obviously yeah 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 yeah. and like one thing that i one thing that i like want to like acknowledge and i hope people that you know are listening also acknowledge this is like it doesn't like we're not robots you know, like this of is course, really yeah. the foundation of, you know, like an, an INFJ and an INFJ could be completely two different people uh, yeah. on top of their functions, you know, and look completely yeah. different. Yeah, the cognitive functions. So for those of you unfamiliar, on 16personalities.com, that is a version of Myers-Briggs, but it's sort of like the fourth, fifth grade version of Myers-Briggs. It's very yeah. simplified. <laughs> There's a lot of like introvert, extrovert intuitive sensing in reality everyone has a logical side and an emotional side we all have an introverted and extroverted side but when you really dig into it when you really want to nerd out there's something called the cognitive functions and on my youtube channel i talk about them as personality superpowers because it sounds a lot more fun mm-hmm. um but the cognitive functions that's sort of more like the leaving high school going to college version of of myers briggs <laughs> And it brings a lot more accuracy, a lot more clarity, a lot more nuance, all that sort of stuff. But what it's talking about is really just wiring. It's just different ways of thinking about things, prioritizing things, preferences, all that sort of stuff in a certain order, in a certain way, all that sort of stuff. From that wiring emerges your personality type. Um, But as Anthony was saying, there's on top of that, there's your upbringing, there's your values, there's your culture, there's your career, there's your all these different things. And it's really cool because they actually did sort of like brain scans of different personality types or different versions of the same personality type. And they were able to see, yeah, oh, there's there's sort of there is some like similar wiring with mm. the same personality type. But at the same time, uh, maybe like a creative INTP or an INTP that explores more of their creative side versus one that goes into a more like technical field or or like Mm. basically your career or your culture or whatever. Actually, that also shows up in your brain wiring and all that sort of stuff, which is so cool, but also makes so much sense. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, the more the more we get into it, the more the more fun it is, and the more you know fun it is to explore and learn. And to anybody that's like not that into it or just has like a peripheral understanding yeah. of it, um, it really is really it's fun if you like personalities. Like for instance, like. The reason why I love it is, first of all, I, I love people and I love social skills. And the idea, like when I got into learning about social skills, mm -hmm. the concept when I was introduced to it was like, wait a second, I could improve my social skills? Like how I yeah. interact with people, I could actually yeah. get good at that. Like my my ability to start a relationship with anybody, friends, business, whatever, dating, that I could have better potential for people that I could, that I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, that was like, whoa, holy crap. Yeah. And so this is just another color for me. Um, yeah. And it, including my coaching, you know, the fact that, I can now understand how somebody's brain works in when I'm coaching them is so, so helpful because yeah. where sometimes I would just go like, this guy just doesn't understand. This woman just doesn't <laughs> understand. I would go, yeah. but where now I go, well, wait a second. Maybe that's because they approach things differently, you know, with how they think about stuff. And so it's like, let me let me meet them where they are instead of having them to try to constantly meet meet me at where I understand things. And so that's, that's so great for me. It's so fun. Yeah. A lot of people have this idea, which totally makes sense. That personality types like, Oh, I really want to stay away from it because it's all, it's like labeling people and putting them in a box. And I do agree that a lot of that does go on mm -hmm. in Myers-Briggs yeah. land, which I do not mm -hmm. condone. And I think is sort of lame, but uh, for me, the reason I get really excited about, the frameworks and thinking about how people think about things and all that stuff is it, as you said, it just gives me better tools to appreciate myself, but also connect better with other people. It's like this, it's like a hack. It's like, it's like, yeah, you just see things a lot more clearly. It gives you better tools to be able to love yourself a little bit more, be more authentically yourself and find like yeah. connect better with other people that are the same as you, but also super different. Um, which is just the most exciting thing, which is why yeah. I really want to, I'm so excited about making the cognitive function. So like the complicated stuff more easy and fun on, on yeah. my YouTube channel. I, I mean, and I that's, that's where so your fun. strength is <laughs> like so good. I mean, I've told you a million times, but publicly now, <laughs> publicly, like now I want to say like, you are just so, so, so good at teaching cognitive functions whereas like demystifying the the myers-briggs personality types where like still people when when i talk to them when they talk to me and i go oh well here's blah 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 you're you're this is my personality type or this is your personality type they go what does the p mean or something yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. or what is the e am is it am, just because i'm e that means i'm like an extrovert and this and and yeah, yeah and yeah. so like and then for me to see all of the cognitive functions, you know, without you, I just go, oh, no, no, I don't need to do that. And so for, for you to just so easily break them down is so valuable. And then it's like you give you give us, I think, like a like a 
like a jumping off point where it's like, it gives us the ability to go, okay, I, I kind of get it. And now like with now, like if I, you know, get Eric's Patreon or whatever, like he can go, we can go deeper and deeper and deeper into what these functions mean. And then to what, you know, different, uh, different coupled functions mean and, and all of that. And it's so, so interesting. Um, yeah, yeah you were just so good at it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, thank uh, you, man. Such I a good appreciate teacher. it. Um, it took a lot of, yeah. it took a lot of playing around in practice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I think it's a testament to your passion for it as well, because I, you know, like they say, you know, if you are able to easily explain something, it means you actually understand it yourself. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you. But, you know, you were talking about not just being able to understand people, but understanding yeah. yourself. And I think that's also super strong too. like, you know, growing up and, you know, for everybody that's watching here, I'm just, I don't want to like, I don't want us to just, you know, take 10 minutes to explain everything that we're talking about. Um, <laughs> I'm just, you know, if, if <laughs> you know, uh, I hopefully over, hopefully this, hopefully this episode will just inspire people to go, oh, let me figure stuff out on my own. The stuff that they, they said that I was able to grasp great the stuff that I don't understand. I'll go and like research and go on Eric's channel and learn more. Yeah. I think on my channel, when you see the cute little bubbles with colors and stuff, it'll be, a, it's a little easier to yeah. dip your toe into. And then after that, you can start seeing it in your friends and family, yeah. little tiny patterns. And you're like, mm -hmm. does this make sense? How do I feel yeah. about this? And then slowly you can, fully nerd out but uh whatever level you're at it, mm -hmm. it's all it's all for fun yeah and and so if you're watching now and a lot of things we're saying are going over your head don't worry about it just watch now uh take it in and then go on to eric's channel later and then you know start start diving in a little deeper but you know for instance for me being an enfp uh mm -hmm. and kind of growing up not knowing what i was and like not talking about my my, my myers-briggs type but just like who I was and knowing that I was very different from everyone else, you know, having yeah. that extroverted intuition at the top is, yeah. it was a lot different from everyone else growing up. Yeah. I remember, in, you know, literally in um, kindergarten, I was the kid that was just like the crazy person that nobody knew how to <laughs> control because my brain just kept going from this to this, to this, to this, to this. And, you know, I don't want to make any, you know, sweeping generalities or anything like that. But I do have a feeling that, you know, ADHD is tied to maybe a dominant uh, NE, you know, extroverted intuitive. Yeah, I think there's a lot of crossover. Not all. Yeah, but probably not all. Crossover. Probably not all. But definitely not all. But. It seems, you know, and I don't know enough about ADHD and I don't, you know, and some people say like ADHD isn't even really a thing. Who knows? You know, and I don't, I don't want to make that, but I could definitely say that like I was diagnosed with ADHD in second grade. I was uncontrollable. I was all over the place. I was never able to focus. I was never able to stay on one thing. Um, and, you know, growing up, if like, let's just say, for instance, during second grade, I was diagnosed with ADHD. What if there was a, what if there was a cognitive functions <laughs> person, whatever, yeah. that was like, you know what? This is the way that Anthony 
learns. This is the way that Anthony kind of takes in information. Um, this is the way that Anthony makes decisions, whatever. And they said, you know what? Like, instead of having him, forcing him to sit and learn about something in this way, it's actually a lot easier for him to learn learn about stuff in this way. And so if, who knows, like if there was classes that were separated by cognitive functions or whatever, I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, obviously, you know, that, that, could, that could be a stupid idea, but you know what I'm getting at. Like if there were wet, better ways to cater to our personality types and our, our cognitive functions, uh, I could have I turned out a lot differently in terms of school and stuff uh, instead of being put on like ADHD medication, uh, which kind of dulled me for many years. And um, yeah, but yeah. And, and so it's like understanding yourself you know, now knowing that like my top dominant function is extroverted intuitive and that, you know, the way that I take an in information, is that the way you say it? How do you say it? Yeah, that's your number one full blast all the time way of taking in information. If there was sort of, if you were pushed, that's going to be what your instinct is. And that's sort of what uh, having that as your dominant cognitive function means. Yeah. Um, and, but, and real quickly, but, like, what is that extra introverted? I'm sorry, extroverted intuitive. Extroverted intuition is just a way of taking in information, exploring the outside world that loves uh, making very open and flexible connections, possibilities. Um, it loves jumping off the script. It loves thinking outside the box. It loves going, oh, this thing? What if we thought about that completely differently? What if we did something completely? It, it loves jumping off of what is known uh mm. to see if something completely different is possibly connected mm. um and i think every personality type is capable of doing that but some personality types love doing that all the time or just every once in a while or whatever and that's yeah. one little piece of mm. uh, some people's personalities yeah um yeah so that's kind of what the top of my personality type has and anyway by the way i just want to yeah i just want to comment there's 30 viewers in here right now i'm i usually am constantly responding to the live chat and i kind of feel this weird like uh anxiety that i'm not responding to you guys right now and i'm sorry um i'm i'm looking and i'm and i'm glancing um and so thank you everyone for being here and, and thank you uh for you know hanging out with me and Eric, my buddy. Uh, I like to just do these like we're just, you know, we're actually just talking to each other without anybody watching. Uh, let's try to see if we can get 40 in the room tonight all at once. <laughs> that would be crazy. But Imagine you, if that yeah. was possible. Whoa. Um, <laughs> even 50. Whoa. Now, if, if we can get 40, that means um, some people that are watching right now don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Just don't leave, okay? <laughs> uh, no. That would be crazy if we can get forty, because that that would be your, a first. Uh, yeah, your uh, your story like resonated with me a lot. I think that really, I think that teaching, I I still haven't figured out how teaching it earlier would work or make sense. Or uh, I think honestly, the YouTube route might be one of the best ways. You know, mm -hmm. put it put it make it mainstream make it fun make mm. it 
just where they naturally run into it a little bit earlier in life. Mm. Um, but I do really relate because I remember in high school and middle school, I didn't know what personality type I was, but I knew I just didn't want to be that personality type. <laughs> I was like, why am I <laughs> yeah, an yeah. introvert? Like yeah. everyone else is so cool. They're extroverts. You know, I'm always in my head. I'm always overthinking. Yeah. I why am I always overthinking things? No one else is overthinking things. Uh, everyone knows how to socialize and fit in, and I'm like feeling like I'm trying, but I feel so awkward about that. Um, and it wasn't until probably starting out doing YouTube actually that I started to re like when I started putting myself in front of more people I think especially with introverts one of the problems is you can like sort of close off and you just sort of double down on these loops that you have mm -hmm. in your head these narratives that you tell yourself so I really a hundred percent thought that that was me like I'm not attractive. I'm an overthinker. Mm, I'm super yeah. boring. I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. Um, and it wasn't until I did YouTube that I was able to see complete, a completely different version of myself, a completely different picture mm. or story of who I was. Oh, wait, people like that. I yeah think about things a lot like that. I am analyzing all the time or that I'm an introvert or that I'm, you know, all these different things, I was able to reframe them as, oh, these are actually per like superpowers. Yeah. Um, not in every context, but it, like it does have its strengths that I need to not take for granted. These are things that I bring to the table. And I, I, I would be so different if I knew that yes. when I was like 13, 14, 15. Like that would have, I felt so bad about myself all the time. Mm. Um, so that's, that's another reason why I love teaching the material so much. I'm like, just a little, like even 5% of this material can really help so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The fact that you call it superpowers, I love so much. Um, <laughs> just like taking what, you know, some people may see as their weaknesses and actually realize they're your strengths. If you know how to harness them, just put them in the right context, yeah. you know, and it's going to bring me to something I want to talk uh, to you about in a little bit, but, you know, just going back to my childhood, uh, just like a funny anecdote that I remember is like when I started making more friends in like eighth grade, you know, friends that like I previously saw as like the cool people, um yeah when i was in like fifth and sixth grade and i was like man these people are really cool and now like they're making friends with me and um when they started making friends with me and like going to their house them coming to my house <laughs> they would say like they would be like you know my mom asked me like how is anthony now like is he okay <laughs> is he all right because you know because they they remember from kindergarten I was just like, yeah. you know, like, crazy. You, you, like you call me an extra, like, you, like the type, my type is extrovert, but extrovert doesn't always mean extrovert. Like people think extrovert, like I wasn't like really good at being social or good at making friends or good at sports or good at socializing, whatever. I was good at extroverting my idea whatever the way i the way i came up with things 
Yeah. Is that a good way to say it? Yeah. I, your I idea, sure I... you were good at taking your attention, putting it outward, and loving to see, yeah. like, the ideas and possibilities were expanding yeah. very, very rapidly. But, like, the thing that's super clear to me is that, like, I am not an extrovert the way extrovert extroverts are the way extroverts. Like, I, all of that extroverted intuition, like, very quickly gets soaked into my my head into my feelings into my thoughts into like you know like i'll i'll be able to be like taking in all of these ideas and all of you know things that i'm thinking about uh you know whether it's whether it's a fantasy i have in, in my imagination or whether it is in reality but uh and i can interact with it in the moment but quite often it's in here it goes in here and then i'm like okay okay this and that and like for me to actually be in the <laughs> yeah, see you're noticing my fi uh you're notice like i i realized that i uh it's like it it was very hard for me to be in the moment and that's why like uh you know that was like a very big uh you know kind of a uh, evolution for me in my 20s is learning to also be in the moment because I would be so out of the moment and, and, and kind yeah. of harnessing that side of me and realizing that like when I teach that stuff, um, like my audiobook, you know, that's, that's for, that's for introverts mostly. Um, <laughs> yeah. and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rebrand that audiobook and really, you know, make it different because, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. So, I want to talk to you. Actually, you know what? Before I just want yeah, to jump do you have into questions the chat. For me or I do, I do, but I just want to go in the chat and see what's being talked about right now because I feel I see quite a few people from the Discord server. Nice, that's awesome. Um, um, to clarify what Anthony was saying, yeah, we all we all have an introverted and extroverted side, and it has actually nothing to do with how social you are. The social stuff is stuff that you learn. Yeah. Uh, or stuff that depends on your context or upbringing. Like there are a lot of pers uh, people that should type as extroverts, but even though they have a very small amount of friends or they're like you, uh, where you are very introverted ENFP. Um, and, um, but yeah, we all have those different sides of ourselves. And it's, I think it's important to understand and nurture both both sides uh enfps stereotypically statistically apparently are one of the most introverted of the extroverted yeah. types um, because introverted feeling can go so inward so uh what i'm really excited to talk to you about is and in, in really getting your experience and your opinion about this um, because this is something that I'm thinking about. And if, you know, anybody who knows me knows that uh, in terms of relationships, I rely heavily on the strategy of finding like-minded groups, like-minded people. Yeah. Instead of trying to like force yourself into a different hole. You know, if you're a square, don't fit yourself into the circular hole um, because it's just not where you're supposed to be. And... Um, that helped me so much too, you know, once again, yeah. growing up, always going, oh no, like I'm just different and I'm, 
instead of, well, actually, let's put it this way. Instead of going, I'm different, I saw it as I'm not as much. I'm less than. I don't fit what is good. Um, and, you know, I think it goes also around in today's, like, cheesy-ass dating advice where they say, like, be a high-value male and all that stuff, um, yeah. which you know, is parallels that idea of like, just you're not as good. Here's how to be good. Um, yeah. And them trying to force you to be different than what you are. And what, what often ends up happening is watering down yourself because it's likely when you are trying to fit into these roles of an alpha or high value, whatever the hell they talk about, um, it's kind of, uh, hurting the the parts of you that are charming and interesting and fun. And what I found is that, you know, and, and like one story that I give to people is when I was in New Jersey and I would go out to bars or whatever, when I would turn 21, I just thought, uh, I'm just not cool like these people at bars. And I would feel really insecure. But then when I would like move to New York City, I realized, oh, wait, no, wait a second. Like, I just am going to the wrong places. You know, I I realized when I went there, I was like, wait, the people that I'm meeting, all these people that are just like me, that are awesome, that I like have so much fun with and that have so much fun with me and find me interesting and attractive. Um, and I I thought it was a less than thing. I realize now it's a different thing. I'm just different than other and people. And it's awesome that you're different. Yeah. And I think we're all different. There is no such thing as a boring, bland person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone is different. And it's something that we should all actually be excited about. Um, and I think that's one of the most powerful things that you talk about on the channel because even in the last year with friendships and dating or relationships and stuff, I've, I just made, I, I just turned the signal of like my values or individuality up like mm. 25% or 40%. And then suddenly I started running into the best people yeah. or like clicking like way faster um, or like with a higher success rate than normal and it wasn't because mm. i'm like pushing everyone away it was just more i kept wandering into the right conversations or wandering into the right mm. places where i i was like allowed to be nerdy or i allowed mm. myself to be nerdy about this or uh be like no i actually don't agree with that <laughs> or you know just like instead of just trying to adjust to be the most vanilla accommodating version of yourself mm. be excited about the nerdy sides of you or the introvert sides of you yeah. or the weird combination of lots of different things. Yeah. And I found that it was just like, wait, you, I wait, you're into that too. And mm -hmm. then suddenly it's just like those, those connection points happen. It's, yeah. it's, it's so awesome. It was the biggest realization and it's what I teach all the time. And, um, because like attracts like, and the more I am not being myself, the more I'm watering myself down and I'm, hiding myself from the people that are literally going, where, where is this person that I'm looking for? Where's Anthony? 
They can't find yeah. me because I am maybe 99% myself. Yeah. And then not only is that happening, but then the wrong people are mistakenly finding me. <laughs> They're going, oh, is this is this uh, Xanthony? And then they meet me and they go, no, it's Anthony. And they go, ah, shit. And so I'm wasting a lot of my time going into the wrong groups when, uh, you know, and so like understanding who I am, learning learning how they could be strengths and feeling good about that and then going into places that I relate to uh, and shining that light really bright to others it helps them notice me so much more easily. Um, which, yeah, which, and I'm curious yeah. whether for you, you found, because I found, I experienced that too, but I, I also found an interesting fun thing is that when I found more of those right people or those like people or whatever, it gave me more confidence and it, it made it gave me a better baseline to the point where I actually was a lot more like I find that after finding those people that are more similar to me or whatever, I actually am also have better bandwidth, I guess, to also hang out with a whole bunch of other people mm. that I normally would not wow. have hung out with before. Or I are actually very different from me, mm. but I can appreciate them more or empathize with them more or be like, oh, wow, I actually learn a lot from you guys that are different from me. I don't need to hang out with you all the time and tell you all my yeah. deepest, darkest secrets or yes, it is true that you're going to love, you know, surfing and, you know, doing all this other stuff that I don't also want to participate in. But I, because I have embraced more of my individuality, I know more clearly what I bring to the table and it's not me just chasing around the cool people. It's yeah. more, me feeling super cool like good about hey i'm bringing like this is this is me do you want to hang out you know i feel like another beautiful extra layer to it is like by finding the right people or finding a context where you're more loudly and confidently able to be yourself it gave me more strength and bandwidth to hang out with actually very different people um and learn i love that that's such a good realization and i think that's so true and i think that probably has to do something with self-esteem you know realizing it's yeah, like wow we found our place like we yeah. we kind of we know that like i fit here there's a place where i fit and so it's like when i go to people that maybe i feel less comfortable around i know that i fit somewhere so to going to them it's like, I'm not trying to fit in. Like, I don't need to fit into your circle or whatever it is. Cause Perfectly. I don't exactly. need to be yes, your exactly. best, best friend. Yes. I, think a, I think, honestly, the idea of like, oh, you find all your best friends in high school. Mm -hmm. Oh, you find all your best friends yeah, in yeah. college. Oh, oh you find, it just, it just messes everything up. Yeah. Because then you're just wandering around. Where are my, well, yeah. where the heck are mine, mm, you know? where so are, Where's my relationship? Where's my, you know, all this stuff. And yeah, the more you're you're comfortable being like, no, actually, I I have my thing, uh, and I there's still room for that thing to change, and it's actually very exciting, and it's very different. And so, it's the the topic that I've been dancing around and leading up to for the past thirty five minutes is um, 
Um, do you think that certain personality types just mesh well together better? No, I don't mean the same personality types. I mean certain yeah. personality types. Like, um, and do certain ter personality types mesh less well together? Now, like you said, I don't think there's a black and white. I think that we could all connect with everybody. And in, in certain uh, scenarios, be have really great connections with people that probably have uh, very different personality types than we do. But generally, do you think uh, there is a trend of certain personality types that flock closer together and certain certain personality types that flock closer together over here? Um, I used to think so mm -hmm. or be a big proponent of that. But now I feel a little bit more skeptical and cautious of that because the more yeah. I dug into it and the more I saw people <laughs> being people and asked them questions about what was going on and all that sort of stuff, I think that there's actually a lot more wiggle room for everyone to connect uh, if you want to. That being said, there are certain personality types where because let's say like if you have someone where the way that they see the world and take in information at full blast all the time mm -hmm. is this other person's like super, super blind spot. Like they mm -hmm. never look at the world like that ever and vice versa where their super super strength is the other person's super blind spot that is tricky mm -hmm. but at the same time that can also be super awesome <laughs> because yeah. you're you're shining a flashlight perfectly into like these the the places where they're not seeing uh i think that there probably needs to be a lot of extra communication and empathy yeah. you know, delivered with certain personality types to bridge some of the gaps. You know, INTP and INFP, very, very similar. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, and so there's a lot of things where without even trying, without needing to explain yeah. anything, they are going to understand the IP insider misunderstood thing. They're going to understand the, like, I'm an individualist thing. They're going to understand yeah. that I just get random ideas out of nowhere thing. Um but yeah, so so basically, I think all personality types actually can connect quite deeply. Yeah. But certain ones, it it really you you might need to put some extra effort. Yeah. Uh, into it, and also at the same time, I found like there was a time when I was like, oh, this personality type is the best, mm -hmm. and then I started meeting mm -hmm. like lots of them, and I was like, actually, some of them are horrible. Yeah. Um, like, mm -hmm. and it actually has nothing to do with the personality type. It has to do with their values. It has yeah. to do with their their values. Yeah. Um, and uh, the other interesting thing that there was one more interesting thing that's very relevant to this actually. Um, I'll think of it uh, later, but. It's a really important question. Okay. I'm, I'm sure it'll pop up. Um, so I, yeah, like I, I agree with you. Um, and that's why like I want to, 
that's why I wanted to ask you because this is not yeah. something that I wanted to, you know, me being, like I said, the person that w wants to uh, use it as a strategy to know who is right for you based on who you are yeah. and what you like and what you naturally are drawn to. Yeah. Um, it's, it would be natural for me to go, all right, well, what personality types am I best for? What personality types are yeah. you best for? All that stuff. But of course, I don't want to make that yeah. make that assertion without really talking it through. Yeah. It's more something you should figure out for yourself. And the framework gives you a shortcut to have better words mm. and clarity for yourself about those things. So for instance, like one of the, in my family, there's... Like I come from a family of six, okay, and there's barely any introverted intuition, and there's almost no extroverted thinking in my family. It's all extroverted feeling, mm -hmm. um, and so from that, from having that in my circle, I've noticed that a lot of the people that I've drawn to, that I am not. I admire a lot of extroverted thinking things, and I wish I had some of that implemented in my work. But in terms of who I tend to be attracted to, it's actually not extroverted thinking because when they're going full blast extroverted thinking, I'm like, <laughs> I'm very like, that's yeah. not quite what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, but I also met other INTPs who had a bunch of extroverted thinking in their family, mm. in their friends and their whatever. And they love it when they hang out with extroverted mm. thinkers. And so from knowing that about myself, just very quickly in a framework, right? I can see, oh, maybe these qualities are things that I am looking for, or I admire, or I synergize with, and I want to find more of that hmm. um, in my life. And or sometimes it's the it can be a different idea where it's like, hey, I don't have a lot. Of, I, I I'm not used to a lot of the introverted, intuitive, extroverted, sensing ways of seeing the world. And so I've actually found a lot of the people that I've dated, possibly all, uh, yeah, a lot of the people that I've dated use introverted intuition and extroverted sensing. And I've, when I'm thinking back on those interactions, it was because the way that they saw things and when they were talking about things and when they were pointing things out, all this stuff, I was like, what? I've never seen that mm. it, that way before. That's so interesting to me. Like every time I hang out with you without even trying, I'm learning all this new stuff i'm literally seeing the world in a different way that's so exciting and so now <laughs> yeah having better words for that uh i think can help me uh, make better choices or mm. see the future a little bit better but it's also about uh where those functions lie in their personality too right yeah totally so, i was i mean an interesting topic would be that the personality type combo that you have in your life mm -hmm. uh enfp and infj that's a combination that everyone like idolizes and hypes up um but i think the way that i i personally i the way that i like talking about those types of special combos or whatever is like yes there is a special way that those personality types connect mm. but there's also a special way that like every personality type can yeah. connect yeah um I'm sure that in your life you can see lots of ways. Yeah, you guys get along like perfectly so easily, but also you're also very different or have, yeah. you know, disagreements or that's, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what I'm 
I'm hoping that's what my that's what my TE, my extroverted thinking is hoping to come out of this conversation is while knowing that this is not any hard and fast rule of oh, this means this, this should be this, you should match with this person. Knowing that that is, you know, just not a good idea at all. I still have that part of my TE that goes, yeah, but I would love to give somebody a guide of saying, well, why not look for people that are more like this because your personality kind of tends to kind of lock in that way. Like, for instance, you know, I'm an ENFP and, you know, INFJs, they just, we just go really well together. <laughs> why is that? And why, why is it that, um, uh, there's other personality types that, um, we kind of just look at each other stupefied, um, and we could be friends or acquaintances and, and that's great. But to feel like, this is basically what I'm trying to say is like, and, and this yeah. is what you also said, that kind of like unspoken comfort with that person where it just goes like, ah, it just feels like home. It feels right. It, it feels so effortless and it feels like, um, we don't have to try to get each other. And I don't mean in terms of the way we think and all that stuff, because an INFJ and an ENFP think very differently, but I don't know this, this comfort of, of how we interact with each other. Um, it's just so much more homey than the way I would be friends with somebody else. And, um, and I like that type of thing. I like when people, yeah, there's like a model meet. or something. I, yeah. And I, I, I like when people meet and they feel that. And I, I encourage people to meet and feel that because, um, you know, I have dated a ton, you know, and, uh, the best relationships I've had are when I feel that thing. Um, and yeah. so I encourage that and yeah, that's why I, basically for, first of all, again, you got to say it like what's most important is to know on a personal level, what you gravitate towards and saying like, well, you know, I actually gravitate towards this, which is different than my personality type gravitates towards. So yeah. for, first go there, but you know, can we, is it, do you think it is a good idea for me to start, uh, thinking about that, you know, starting to like explore this of, well, you know, I tend people, certain people tend to gravitate towards this in this home homey way where it just feels so at ease with each other. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've seen so many exceptions to, yeah the pairings that mm. yeah i don't like thinking about things that way also i am an introverted thinker so yeah. i don't like looking about at things in terms yeah. of like these yeah. like outside standards and yeah. models of things i think about what makes sense to me mm -hmm. um so i think that yeah i i tend to not think about things that way i i tend to just try to I also like use extrovert feeling. And so for me, I actually like seeing the people, <laughs> understanding. It's more 
a model for people and then seeing how I, I actually like adjusting. I actually like adjusting to other people and seeing how we can connect better and all that sort of stuff. But for you, your version of that, you are really good at actually just turning the signal of your individuality mm. yeah. and authenticity up. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I, I think, I think the best thing is just for people to understand the cognitive functions or personality superpowers. That's great. At all. Like just at all. And then from there, you can decide whether you want to use it to understand yourself better, accept yourself better, connect better with your friends that you already have, connect better with friends that you haven't made yet. Connect. It's very practical. Uh, you know, mm. just just do it helps you do your own thing better <laughs> um, mm. and more happily and with a path forward instead of just wandering around in the dark. And a lot of times it also helps you see your own blind spots a lot faster too. Like, as I said, I had all these things I knew a hundred percent certain about myself before and it turned out like 65% of them were not true at all. Uh, and I think if I had had the framework, um, I would have been able to weed out those blind spots like mm. a lot faster. Or even there were some person, there were s some people that I dated that were horrible fits, or where it was just clashing, 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 clashing. But I was also so attracted to the other person, and I didn't know mm. why. I was like, "Why am I so attracted to this person that drives me crazy all the time?" And I think if I had had some of the framework, but also Anthony's advice about just relationships and stuff like that, it would have just saved me so much headache and heartache like it, it would have been so it would have been so great mm. um so just just learn just learn the functions uh to some extent or just learn that there's different ways that different people see the world take in information make decisions and the more you dip your toe into that world i think you're just going to be a happier person um cool it's actually yeah it's interesting because the values of our channels are actually very the same but at the same time, our ways of teaching about individuality is actually different because you're an introverted feeler and I'm an introverted thinker. Um, and I think that that actually shows up in our content. All right. So I'm going to uh, bring on some people that want to ask you questions. Oh, okay. You ready for that? Sounds good. Cool. All right. First is going to be a Kate. Kate from the Discord. I think so. Is that true, Kate? Are you in Eric's Discord? <laughs> She's connecting to audio right now. Oh. Kate from the Discord. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Mute it, Kate. <laughs> Is that true, Kate? Yes. Are you in Eric's true. Discord? Yeah, I actually brought a bunch of people over. Yeah, you did. Thank you so much for doing that. That was so awesome. I love having you in the server, and I hope it's been able to help you find more clarity about your personality type and stuff. There's, like, audio bouncing. Yeah, sorry. That was me. It's all good. Um, so, one second, guys. One second. All right. So... Um, do you have any questions for Eric, especially in relation to relationships? Uh, it doesn't have to be intimate relationships, just anything, friends, networking, anything like that. Well, 
I actually, um, this is really bad now because I, I really didn't have a question for him. Um, but, yeah, just make up know, one. <laughs> oh, okay. Make one up. Okay, I can do that. Um, I, actually, oh, there's so many things I really wanted to ask him. <laughs> um, Putting you on the spot. You are. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I don't mind. Uh, I was actually, like, it was funny because I kind of had the similar questions about, like, which types kind of go best, but I guess we've already got that answered. Yeah, um, I was I was curious for you. So yeah. something that Anthony has been able to pick up is that from the mock dates and all that sort of stuff was that you use extroverted feeling and then you went into the Discord server and chatted about that, all that stuff. I've noticed yeah. with extroverted feelers, strong extroverted feelers, they are intuitively picking up on the people dynamics and social dynamics without yeah. trying. And so sometimes I've talked with some of them about some of the personality type stuff. And I'm like, well, some people see things this way and some people see things this way and whatever. And they're like, yeah, obviously. Like it's so it like it's not even like that interesting or helpful for them because they're already managing yeah. that type of stuff and paying attention to that stuff and keeping track of that stuff all the time. I'm curious if yeah. you notice that in your own life. I, yeah, actually, I have. It was funny because you did mention that a couple times on the Discord that that's like a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't know people thought this way, like differently. And I was like, well, what do you mean? Of course they do. <laughs> everyone's so completely different. But yeah, I, I was just kind of, but instead I was like, oh, yeah, I can't believe that. I went along and I was like, yeah, hey, cool. <laughs> I'm curious from hanging out in the discord if that's true if that side of the personality type stuff was already interesting to you what have you found fun learning about the personality type stuff how has it well, been helpful for you or interesting yeah I well what I find really interesting is well for one I felt like I fell asleep to myself you know oh. not like getting to know me yeah. and who I am, right? Yeah. Everybody else, I'm like, yeah, okay, I can, you know, I know where you belong. Yeah. It was more where, where do I belong in this group? I don't want to say it. I'm now yeah. like thinking. Of That's like, like oh. a major angst point for EFJ personality types. So that's that's super cool that that was able to pop up from the video. I think I talked directly yeah. about that in the last video, actually, because I you really did. because I, of me, <laughs> not just because of you, but uh, yeah, a, a lot of people similar to you. I've had these conversations, um, mm -hmm. and it's really it's really shocking how many yeah. it like from the outside perspective, from a non personality type perspective, it's like sort of the people pleaser personality yeah. types. A lot of times. Mm -hmm. they don't feel really seen or appreciated as individuals and stuff. And so it's really crazy yeah. how just being like, no, how are you doing? <laughs> like can really go a long way and stuff. So I'm glad. Yeah. Keep, keep exploring that. I think that yeah. a lot of the trouble or like one of the tricky things with strong extroverted feelers is they feel like it's going to be rude or it's going to be messed up if they express their individuality too much when in reality, no, uh, <laughs> Like there are ways to be nice and accommodating and all that stuff, but also be like a super, like still be an individualist in your own special way. 
Um, so I think yeah. that the more that you nurture that and explore that over the next like 10 years or something like that, that like it's, it's, it's possible. Yeah, totally. I was, I was thinking the exact same thing. It's just like, yeah, I've been trying to understand that, you know, you don't have to push things down for other yep. people. Right. So, yeah. I was curious if you've seen um, the, I think her name's Neem or Neem and something. They're on TikTok a lot and they're on, um, she has some YouTube videos, N-I-A-M-H and her boyfriend. And I think that she's, she supposedly is an ENFJ and her boyfriend is an INFP. Um, but I think when I watch her content, it's super cool because I see her as a strong extrovert feeler that also is really good at being herself. And like, if I saw a couple clips of her, I would never guess that she was like a strong extrovert feeler um, oh. because she's so good at expressing her individuality and stuff. And so maybe, maybe seeing yeah. her um, could, could be fun for you. And you're a really amazing typer. So if you can't do it, then who can? <laughs> I think she's into personality type stuff herself. And so she made a video about, about it at, at one point or something. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I was like, ENFJ, seriously? Wow, that's a very uh, expressive ENFJ. Um, but that's super awesome. Yeah. Kate, did you remember oh. your question? I was just enjoying the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just like, um, Neve. That's how you now. That's how you pronounce Neve. it. Thank you. So I'm gonna bring in. I'm gonna bring in Hodo now. Okay. Oh, Hodo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice talking with you, Katie. Well, thank you for chatting, and you yeah. really love chatting with Hodo. She's amazing. Yes. All righty. <laughs> okay. Later. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay. There she hey, is. Hey, how's it going? She... Good talking to you. What's up, Hodo? Hello, Hodo. Hey. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, have you ever have you ever talked to Eric before? Uh Yes. Cool. Yes. Cool. So you guys have like um, done like a video chat type of thing? Um, not video chat, but like video call and cool. on Discord. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Do you have any questions for Eric right now? Uh, <laughs> I have like hundreds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, so I've been on your Discord since June. Yeah. And so I know you for like six months. <laughs> yeah, no, a long time. You're like one of the most, you're one of the superstars of the Discord server. Thanks so much for being there. <laughs> I really enjoy being there. Uh, it's like a family. It's really yeah. nice. Here. Yeah, try, uh, try to keep it nice. Yeah, of course. You're doing a good job. Um, so my question is, um, so Originally, I thought I was ISTJ, and recently yeah. I changed to IN, INFP. So, yeah. do you find it hard to um, type people online as opposed to typing people in real life? 
feel like it's what easier, I'm assuming. Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, the more you get to know someone, all the different sides of themselves, you, it's, it's, it's a lot easier when you, like, honestly, the most revealing stuff is when you see them upset or when you see them like crying or something or when you see them mad or whatever obviously you don't want to like make that happen but those are the times when you're like oh this is how they're seeing things this is how they're making decisions and stuff um and so that clarity happens a lot that's why a lot of times analyzing youtubers is is a lot easier than analyzing celebrities because youtubers publish all their uh dirty laundry and stuff mm -hmm. um but the uh the in terms of you i mean you it's been really interesting seeing how you've been exploring your personality type and i think that that's something that you should keep keep exploring and figuring out um and i think that there's too much pressure to be like you have to make a decision now it's like i mean i i think that it's going to evolve or it's going to become more clear at your pace with time um, and like give yourself wiggle room for that. I think that you already knew that uh, introverted feeling was somewhere in there and introverted sensing was somewhere in there, but in what order? Like, I, I think that if you keep down the road that you're on with like another year, it'll be super obvious. It'll be like almost like, wait, how did I not? You know, how did I not know? So um, for figuring out that your INTT yeah what were your types like yeah so that's a great question the um the I got I think the first time I took the test I got INTJ and then uh later in the beginning of college I got I related really strongly to INFP and INTJ. And I was like, is there a type that's like in between these two? Because mm -hmm. that's exactly what I am. And the person I was talking to was like, no, that's not really how that works. And I'm like, I swear, I am, I am just a combination of these two personality types. Um, and I don't, I don't think I relate to INTP. And I, some of it was because I am not, quite like i'm nicer i guess than or like more like in touch with my feelings i guess than uh or more aware of my feelings at least than a lot of intps are stereotyped as um in retrospect the reason why i got intj in high school is because i was in high school where they were just cramming me with homework all the time and so i was like just being responsible and like doing like doing what i was supposed to mm -hmm um that being said i hated it and i like i was like wiggling my way around like doing making up all these random ways to get things done but i wasn't actually able to see that clearly that's the reason why i got j like more structured and planned out but it wasn't until i went to college that it became super obvious that i like doing my own thing that i like being super spontaneous and flexible and all this stuff and that's why i think in order for you anyone to get more clarity about their personality type they have to see themselves in a lot of different contexts like dramatically different contexts if you just see yourself in one work environment or one friend group environment or whatever you're gonna that's not just how you are you need to see what you're like when the when you can do your own thing and then that'll be really it'll become a lot more obvious what your thinking patterns are okay that makes sense yeah um, anyways, yeah. Uh, anyways, later though, when I found out about later INTP, I looked at it again. I was like, 
what this this is it like uh, what uh, um this this is so obvious um and then later when i learned about cognitive functions it was like even more locked in i was like how to get this is just a hundred percent yeah all the problems i've been having um are intp problems um but yeah so it takes time and that's why i like giving people wiggle room to figure it out on their time okay that makes sense um and what about those people who um have improved their um inferior functions so it kind yeah. of make, make it a little bit confusing for yeah. example uh extrovert feeling is supposed to be your inferior function but i feel like yeah. you do a pretty good job you know being uh you know bringing out extrovert feeling so how would you know it is something that is your inferior function, but you're kind of okay at it, you know? How do I know that about myself or about other people? Both. So for myself, I, I like right now, it's a big extroverted feeling show, but the off camera, like I, I use like so much more introverted thinking. It's super, super obvious. Um, and that's how I, that's how I know. Um, I know that I'm adjusting right now. I know that I'm sort of like presenting a more like conscientious, uh, accommodating side of myself right now. And that once the cameras are off, it just shuts down. That is not my default resting state. Um, in terms of for other people, yeah, it can be sort of confusing. Um, but that's why a lot of times, like when I am hanging out with people or on a date or with friends or a relationship yes sometimes i'm just like analyzing them in the back actually all the time i'm sort of analyzing them in the back of my head but the the way that i like know for sure i guess it's actually just from literally asking them <laughs> like people are like oh you're so good at analyzing like there are certain things that i pick up but a lot of times the quickest way is just to just ask them like, Hey, have you ever think like, are you familiar with Myers-Briggs? Like, do you know about cognitive functions? And then I ask them some clarifying things, FI or FE, TI or TA, and they answer it for themselves. And so then I'm like, okay, cool. Like th then I don't have to guess. Then I don't have to imagine. Uh, I'm noticing some, I just talk with them. I like, I have a conversation about it with them. And then that makes things a lot easier. I like, I'm, I use introverted sensing. I need the pattern to be clear. Um, I don't want to just like make up something. So when I can, I try to make it clear. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Uh, so one more question, Hodo. Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So when you type somebody, um, you know, sometimes it can be confusing when it comes to perceiving functions and yeah. you may page turn feed out about it, which helps. Um, so like what, how do you before Maria did Anna? We were struggling figuring out she was, I don't know if I say her name correctly, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, she, we were thinking that she's introverted in, uh, intuition, but then we figured out that she was actually using uh, introverted sensing. So what was the process of you figuring out? Because you 
Well, to me, I thought actually that she was an introvert sensor the entire time. Like when I was doing the thing, I was more trying to figure out how to explain to other people, um, like why, uh, what I was noticing and why I felt it was this quite clearly. Um, and so that's actually where I'm trying to improve is more in the learning how to explain it. And that, as Anthony said, it's when you can explain it is when you really, really know it. And so I had to do some extra research uh, to be able to have better words for those things. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that there's just little clues and stuff that when I watch, as you've seen, like lots and lots and lots and lots of content with for celebrities, just hours and hours, the little clues start to add up to the point where I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that's just an introvert thinking, introvert sensing thing. But the clues just sort of line up after a while, I think, in most cases. And when it doesn't, I just go, okay, I don't know. <laughs> that's okay. That makes sense. I don't know them. Um, but I try my best. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, no, great talking with you. And I'll talk with you more in the, the Discord server. Thanks so much for being there. Thank you, Hodo. Okay. Hopefully see you next week. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to bring in Matthias. Ah, Matthias. I've seen him comment, but I haven't seen him. I, I don't I don't think I'm familiar mm. with him. All right. Hey. Oh, he's connected Matthias. to audio. It is uh, like five in the morning or something like that for him. What time is it? Oh, wow. Uh, four in the morning right now, actually. Oh, man. Matthias stays up. Or did you stay up? Yeah, that's a like good this? question. Are you, because he tells me that he's he stays up for the podcast, but I want to know, are you usually up anyway? Um, sometimes I'm actually up for the podcast. <laughs> okay. and sometimes there's actually just a lot of things going on that I actually need to get get to do and um and as you like okay it's late and uh i can't go to sleep now because if i do that i'm gonna wake up way too late so i might as well just stay up so <laughs> nice. but, awesome. i also really just enjoy the podcast and i find it very interesting i enjoy it a lot in the ways that like i i can learn a lot of things and um i've I just think it's a great opportunity to also improve my English. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. So, so Matthias, how, how familiar are you with the Myers-Briggs and, and um, cognitive functions and Eric? Uh, not familiar at all, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, cool. that's actually, awesome. Um, I, or I did take the test, uh, the Miss, uh, what's it called again? mistype yeah. investigator yeah one is pretty good yeah and um i i was actually kind of surprised the first time i took the test because um according to the test i was kind of a mix like uh infp enfp and mm -hmm. infg but this time when i took it i was an infp ENFP and ENTP and I find it very confusing because I <laughs> think of myself as a very extroverted person and not yeah. so introverted so yeah, yeah yeah really interesting well there's a lot of different directions we could go with this conversation uh, the uh yeah, we, I'm we could go down the, yeah I mean I'm curious what what you 
uh, were interested to ask or would love, you know, yeah. What, how, what, what do you want to talk about? Well, um, first of all, uh, I'm not going to like base the test entirely on like, this is my being like, this is exactly, of course, yeah. but, but I find, found it very interesting how it kind of thinks that I'm more introverted than extroverted when in my own experience, like, like I told Anthony, I'm kind of a loud and proud person. Mm -hmm. And that's why it kind of didn't make sense to me. Like, yeah, why, why am I more of an introverted person according to that test? And so the I and E contrary yeah. to popular belief is not actually talking just about how introverted and extroverted you are. Um, so you can actually be a very extroverted INFP or a very, you know, introverted ENFP. It, it's not, that's not actually what it's just talking about, which is why it gave you those results. Um, I think in terms of for you, probably the next step for finding clarity, if those are what you're getting, I mean, do you relate a lot to the, the the idea that you like making decisions based on what feels right to you and how things feel to you and being your authentic self uh, uh like expressing your individuality is that something that you're checking in with all the time or not very often to be honest like i <laughs> if if i don't do it it just feels wrong to me because like uh I do sometimes, of course, like take into consideration and value that uh, analyzing a situation and like objective facts matter. But if it doesn't feel right to me, then like I might not be as happy to agree with the objective fact. Yeah. Because my feelings are saying something else, which yeah. then kind of makes me go into war with myself, being like, God damn, I like I <laughs> to agree, but I can't agree but okay i'm gonna agree for the sake of the arguments <laughs> yeah so if that's the case that is one of the strengths of all the fp personality types so you know for sure that fp is probably in the right direction you can probably take e and tp off the table because they actually really struggle to make decisions based on what feels right to them that's something oh. that's sort of uncomfortable for them making decisions with their feelings they're like I will think of all these creative ways to not do that. Um, the, um, so you can take ENTP off the table uh, and okay. then the other. And then did you relate to what we were talking about with extroverted intuition in terms of like jumping around to different possibilities and making connections that are sort of outside the box? Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot. So, I, like, I, I really love to explore the reality and yeah. the inner world and all that stuff. Yeah, so that, if that's the case, then you know that another building block that you have is uh, extroverted intuition. And so that is where the INFP or ENFP thing pops up. It's because basically what being an NFP personality type means is that mm -hmm. two of your strongest personality types are extroverted intuition and introverted feeling. But oh. in what order? That that's where it depends whether you're an ENFP or an INFP. But at the very least, you know that NFP makes sense. And then from there, it's just trying to figure out whether you are. Do you find yourself thinking a lot more about like, do you have more angst about wanting to explore all the possibilities and try everything, but then always having to 
pick like just a couple things like do you have trouble like like you want to explore and you're so open to novelty you see a hundred possibilities but you can only pick like three is that uh -huh. something that drives you crazy all the time or only sometimes i would say most of the time like uh if i like if i narrow down the choices it makes it a lot easier to me but if like there's like multiple choices like okay there's like over 20 choices here i would be like ah, oh, what the do i do <laughs> yeah 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 i think honestly uh enfp probably makes uh, makes the most sense for you mm -hmm. um so i would i would just learn more about more about that and what that means or what your version of that is um mm -hmm. the way i like thinking about it is sort of like the um they're all building blocks all the cognitive functions and stuff that we've been talking about it's mm -hmm. like building blocks in an engine and depending on what order they're in the whole mm -hmm. thing is completely different um oh. and so uh that's yeah i would just learn what the building blocks are of an enfp in what mm -hmm. order maybe see more how that shows up in your life mm -hmm. maybe see oh some of my friends they use that building block a lot that's something <laughs> that we can connect over there's yeah. other building blocks though that are different you know maybe that's you know whatever um so it, it just gives you like i found especially with the p personality types if you think about it in terms of yourself you uh -huh. build off of yourself mm -hmm. uh and your own relationships and then suddenly you're going to see the patterns a lot more clearly and then it's it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun oh so, yeah a new wormhole for you to explore how exciting yeah i i, I really love that and the fact like it's again i i love to explore and like thinking outside the box is like something i really enjoy because it mm -hmm. just makes me feel like the endless possibilities and just like <laughs> unlocking like something great like oh my god yeah. this is a whole new way of thinking and yeah, yeah. so so yeah I really enjoy there you that. go maybe you found uh maybe you figured out your personality type from this conversation that's super awesome i would i would check i would check that out more it's super yeah. fun Thanks cool. a lot. I, uh, Any other you. questions you have, Matthias? Um, they're probably going to show up later. So, <laughs> we'll throw them uh, in the yeah, live chat. Time. Yeah, yeah throw them in the chat, cool. or you can hang out in the Discord server. And and uh, yeah, we'd love to get to know you better. Thanks so much yeah. for chatting, man. Yeah, thanks. Cool. Thank you so much for your time, and thanks for <laughs> actually <laughs> answering in in depth. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. All right, later, bud. Later. All right, we have one more. He goes by the name of Ricky. Ricky. Ooh. Here he comes. Ricky. Hey. Nice to meet you. What's up, you handsome devils? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> nice We're pretty good. You. Hey, I remember you, Eric. You're a good salsa dancer. Oh yeah. Where did you see that? <laughs> I saw it in a video. First date, dude. You you were you were amazing. Uh, I loved it. You, uh, you thank you my heart, so dude. much, man. Thank yeah. you so much, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um. So um. Yeah. I, okay. So I did the test, uh, the personality test. Uh. Mm -hmm. I, I was a ENFP, right? Okay. So okay. Besides that personality, what if you have like past traumas and like history mm -hmm. of mental illness? Can that affect your personality and your relationship with others? 
Of course, yes. I think that that's all. It's that those are parts of the things, like culture, upbringing, values, career, trauma, past experiences are definitely something that shapes how your personality type shows up. As I said, it's sort of the building blocks that we've been talking about, nerding out about the cognitive functions, all that stuff. That's just the engine. Now, what you do with that engine, com completely different depending on the person. You know, an ENFP that goes into photography is going to look super different from an ENFP that goes into accounting. Um, uh, so, yeah, no, that makes sense. And I'm, if that's your story, I, I'm sorry that that that's. Oh, that's been no, your it's experience. All, no, it's all good. Um, but but yeah, because I was because like I can make friends, right? Like it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. You can make friends, but then when you have to like you know when those when those old stories come up and then you're kind of like back in fight or flight you know you're kind of like yeah. what do i do those are like things that i would like to like like be open but like not not like it's no big deal cuz there's a lot of shame in like in like history that like you know you don't want you don't want people to like exploit that and like poke fun at your your weaknesses but totally. um, yeah, so there's there's maybe that's something that Anthony would know, like about vulnerability, you know, like being yeah, being, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I think I I think it takes a lot of time, but if you were able to, because one of the things that shows up a lot with ENFPs is they actually the story anchoring narrative, personal narrative thing, happens a lot with them, and so especially if you have some of those stories that you tell yourself all the time they can be very very deep and anchored and planted so but at the same time enfp you love thinking outside the box maybe if you are able to keep exploring keep talk doing what anthony talks about being vulnerable being yourself whatever like hopefully ideally with time i think it actually is possible for you to create new narratives about yourself mm, it's going to take point time point. it might take therapy it might take you know, meeting the right people it might take all this stuff. But I think that it it is perhaps possible for there to be new stories that you can replace the old stories with that give you a place where like maybe maybe five years from now, you'll be looking back on this conversation and be like, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. I Those stories weighed me down so much back then. But now because of the work that I've put in, I can just be myself. It's not a big deal. I don't I don't have to be thinking back on all these traumatizing past experiences as much because I've reinforced completely different ways of different different stories, different narratives and stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Eric, wow, you're you're um you're great. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, I I hope that 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 works out. Um and yeah, yeah. it takes time. As I said, um, I've seen it in other people, but also in myself. I really relate. As I said, in high school, I did not like myself at all. Like I, I really felt horrible about myself all the time. Oh, and it wasn't wow. until it wasn't until many, many years later. I, I, I also have like very traumatizing past experiences and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it but through doing YouTube and through making better friends and through taking risks like with the salsa dancing and doing things yeah. that are so outside the box of what I thought I normally would do or what I thought I was mm -hmm. suddenly I could write these new stories of oh this is who I am or this thing that I thought was horrible that I told myself was horrible is actually the best coolest thing ever
Um, and so now when I look back, now the past traumas don't weigh mm -hmm. me down nearly as much or affect me as much as before. Not because I'm like pushing them down and repressing them, but because I reframed them. Uh, but that take that takes time. That takes time. Oh, you got it. Man. Well, thank you, thank you, Eric. You you stole my heart again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. Nice meeting you, man. Yeah. Nice meeting you, bro. Thank you so Goodbye. much, Bye, Ricky. Anthony. Thank you guys. Later, you buddy. Great... Hopefully, bye -bye. see you next time. Hell yeah. All right, bye. All right, oh, man. So nice. You've made it through the gauntlet. I made it through the gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> thanks so much the for having me. If you. Yeah. Of course. Is there anything else that you'd like uh, as um, a wrap up or a sign up? I wish I I wish I knew. I think I thanks asked. Thanks everyone for being here. To. Thanks people yeah. for being from the server and hanging yeah. out. Super cool. Um, if you liked hearing about some of this personality type stuff, um, I talk about it a lot more on the YouTube channel and there's, and there's cute cartoons and visuals and colors and stuff. So it's, and with celebrities, you probably know. So it's, it's a lot more easy to digest than just talking. Yeah. And I'm going to link it in the description to anybody that's watching later on, you know, the recorded version. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. The, um, um, yeah. I think at some point having you on the channel or some other type of crossover, like, uh, yeah, like, the first date context, but with a, a personality perspective or so. Mm. I don't know. I, I feel yeah. like there's, there's something awesome that, yeah. that could happen. Yeah. Well, we'll throw our minds together and we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. And, and I know everybody watching is super excited somebody said i think it was katie she said that it felt like she was talking to a celebrity when she was talking no, to <laughs> no. um yeah. um thanks for having me man. what's your I next really video what's your next video uh the next video is on adele and then nice. probably sir sharonin uh but also i've been seeing a lot of clips of tom holland and zendaya going mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. and so <laughs> i've been thinking maybe a video on the enfp infj dynamic yeah. would be sort of fun that's gonna blow um, up yeah, that video will blow up i'm just telling you i think you. that video could be really great yeah. um but, and, uh, and 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 you know we we talked about this before but i love the idea of seeing you kind of break down how two certain personality types mesh together i think that's just so mm -hmm. fascinating um yeah, yeah. thank you thank cool you, uh and to everybody watching right now sorry i did not stream on tuesday but i was actually dropping off my girlfriend at the airport to go to germany because, um, yeah, she's going to be in Germany until January. She's seeing her family for Christmas. And um, in the future, I'm going to, like, email everyone, notify everyone if I'm not streaming. But there's going to be a pretty good likelihood that during, like, the second half of December, I'm not going to be streaming for those two weeks just because I'm going to be home with family. Um and I won't really have this whole streaming setup to do, to be able to hang out with everybody, as sad as that may be, because I really do want to, you know, stream as much as I can. It's so fun. And it just, it feels like I'm actually hanging out with you guys, which is so great. Um, but definitely, I'm going to try to see if I can, but definitely at the beginning of January, we're going to be back twice a week, 
you know, bringing in awesome guests like Eric, um, and, you know, just having more fun, having as much fun as possible with this thing, seeing where it goes. One day getting a, one day getting a producer. So, you know, none of my stupid tech, tech problems keep popping up. And then one day, baby, oh yeah, getting a studio. That's right. A studio. Um, Imagine the possibility. I know. I know. (laughs) And then also I want to come up with merch because I just think, I think this beta's logo would just look so fucking cool on a (laughs) t-shirt. I, I, I don't know. I just have this idea of like this, um, you know, like eighties or nineties, like metal band t-shirt with the big logo. And I just think that would be really dope. Um, yeah. So there's, there's going to be a lot more to come, but the first, you know, the first things first is just to be able to get this, um, podcast to happen twice a week and to, you know, get, get as many people, uh, learning, you know, some healthy relationship skills as possible. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. This podcast really needs to exist. Hit that subscribe button, hit the like button if you haven't yet already. (laughs) Thank you. And like I said, I'm going to be linking Eric's channel in the description and then you could take a deep dive into his whole world because he has a Patreon where he like he'll he'll post a YouTube video and then to every YouTube video, he does like a deep dive analysis on what he already did, which is crazy. <laughs> and then and then he has a Twitch. Are you going to stay on Twitch? You think? Yeah, or are you going to yeah, move yeah, to YouTube? For okay. Sure. Cool. No, 100%. Okay. So then he also has a Twitch where you could see him live researching his next subject, which I haven't been to yet. I can't wait to go to, but uh, I'm sure that's also just so cool. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Thank you so much, buddy. I'm sure we'll talk right after this. Yeah. Sounds good. And, uh, that's it for tonight. All right. Hit Catch uh, you guys hour later. 30. All righty. Perfect.